Welcome to another episode of the No Permission Needed Podcast. My name is Venice Johnson, the Boldness Coach, and I am your hostess. I am super happy that you are here with me for this episode because we are continuing the conversation about 12 Bold Self-Permission Principles. But before we get into talking about today's topic, which is principle number two, I want to um, suggest that you subscribe to the podcast so that you won't miss a beat on the conversations that are forthcoming in this podcast. I am starting it off by talking about 12 Bold Self-Permission Principles. However, we are going to be having guests that will be coming through that is going to be talking from each one of these principles and a whole lot more. So want to make sure that you don't miss any of this juiciness that we are going to be talking about um, in future episodes. Also, I want to invite you to join us in the Facebook community, the No Permission Needed Facebook community. It is an amazing community of women just like you who are living their lives out bold, big, and bad. They're also living their lives from a space of no permission needed. They are being um, authentic, they're being transparent, and they're being vulnerable in how they are showing up in their lives and showing up with other women. I really do feel very passionate that we need that. We we need to be authentic and transparent um, with each other so that we can be able to know what's possible and know what's available for us as we continue to grow as women and as we continue to grow as amazing human beings. So hope to see you in the Facebook community. Let's get into today's topic. As I mentioned at the top of the podcast, that I am um, giving you 12 bold self-permission principles that can help you to access greater joy, love, peace, and abundance in every area of your life. On the last episode, we started with principle number one, believe bigger for yourself. So if you have not heard that episode, I encourage you to go back and to listen to that episode. It's got some juiciness um, there. And that is really our platform that and foundation that we are building the rest of the principles around. So make sure you go back and listen to that. But today we're getting into um, principle number two. Disruption is the pathway to reinvention. I want to just talk about what disruption means in terms of its definition. And I want to talk about what reinvention means in its definition as well. I think it's it's important to do that so that we can have context as we are moving through this conversation. So disruption, according to dictionary.com, 
says it's a disturbance or problems that interrupt an event, activity, or process. We hear a lot today with the word disruption or disrupt being used. And I want to dig into that a little deeper about how disruption is showing up in your life that perhaps you may be overlooking it. I also see disruption as a sign. I see disruption as a necessary signaling that something in your life needs to change. And that could be in a number of areas. So I want you to hang on to disruption for a second. And let's talk about what reinvention means so that we can connect the two together. So according once again to dictionary.com, reinvention is the action or process through which something is changed so much that it appears to be entirely new. Oof. Just hearing that definition itself gives me chills. We're going to start our conversation talking about disruption. Now, here's what I want to say. Disruption isn't always for the bad. Disruption can also be for the good. Let's face it. We are living in some really busy times right now. And most of us, including me, you know, are in routines. And when we are in a routine day in and day out, it really keeps us from being in a space of being creative. It keeps us from being in a space of looking at alternative ways that we can be able to solve some of our own problems. So From that sense, disruption can be something that is really good for us as we want to step into living richer, deeper, and fulfilling lives. I can remember having conversations with clients and even friends, you know, where the topic is always about balance, seeking balance, trying to find the balance. And perhaps the conversation should switch to disruption. What are some of the routines that we need to disrupt in our lives so that we can be creative to find the balance, so that we can be creative to solving certain problems? It may open up a whole nother way of being for us. We are really... um At best, when we are coming from a mindset of clarity, when we're coming from a mindset of focus, and in order to get clarity and focus, we've got to disrupt some things. I don't know what those things might be for you. So I want you to start thinking about, as this podcast continues, is what in your life needs disruption, that could be a really good benefit for you. So let's talk about something that could be a good benefit for you, um, that disruption would be beneficial. I laugh because this is so common. I'm talking about food. (laughs) And, And I'm talking about food because 
I am getting ready to have a milestone birthday. And probably by the time this podcast um, goes um, live, I will have reached that milestone birthday, which is the age of 50. I am so not afraid to say that I uh, will be 50 years old by the time this podcast launches. And I was laughing about the food because age really challenges us to disrupt old way of being so that we can be able to position ourselves to make choices to live a richer, healthier, fuller life. And the things that I used to eat, I cannot eat those things anymore. Or should I say, I cannot eat them as frequently as I did before because they are not good for me. And as I have been paying attention, or should I say bringing some mindfulness to my diet, and that means things I'm eating, (laughs) I have been able to cut out a lot of things that really just don't benefit me anymore. And I'll give you an example. I love chili. Oh my goodness. I love chili with cheese and onions cut up in it. I love chili on top of a baked potato with sour cream. Yum, yum, yum. But I tell you, anytime I have some chili, I don't care what it's on. It sits in my chest. It seems like forever. So finally, I had to come to the terms to accept that I can no longer eat chili. (laughs) So I had to disrupt my behavior with certain foods so that I could be able to really enjoy the foods that I was eating, allow my body um, the opportunity to actually digest and process what I'm digesting and turn it into energy so that I could be more active in, you know, with my lifestyle. So that's a good way of of describing disruption from a good perspective is that it's to my benefit to disrupt those things that I was putting in my body that no longer served me well and that were hampering me from really living my best life. So I've cut out a lot of things. I've cut out sodas. I still eat ice cream. I love ice cream. But I only eat ice cream maybe once every few weeks when I used to eat ice cream like once every few days. (laughs) So disrupting from that perspective has really been beneficial. Is there something in your life, especially from the health perspective, that could stand a disruption that could stand you stopping, taking a look at it to see how you can optimize your health. And I'm not talking about um, where you need to go join a gym per se, although that could be beneficial. You have to choose that. I'm talking about some simple things that you can do to give yourself back the benefit of being able to physically step into your life in a completely different way. And sometimes cutting out one or two things can do the trick. 
but only you are going to know what's best for you from that perspective. And I'm giving that example of food. It could be something else. It could be smoking that perhaps you need to disrupt the habit of smoking. It could be um, also disrupting the habit of not eating on a regular basis, not having lunch regularly, you know, skipping meals. So it could be a disruption from that point of view and really looking at how changing that pattern, changing those events can be able to give life back to you so that you can be able to, again, enjoy enjoy it and step into it a little more fully. I'm going to share a personal story with you. I remember a few years ago where I was going through a major life transition and I had become complacent and comfortable with being sad. My ambition had turned into um, getting a new set of pajamas, you know, to be able to match my sadness and to remain comfortable in my sadness. And I clearly was going down, you know, a dark path. And one day I was washing my dishes and I was looking out the window as I was doing dishes and my soul was talking to me and it was like, listen, you've got some choices. You can either stay in this state of being sad and continue to buy you a whole wardrobe of pajamas or you can disrupt this pattern of being and take yourself out to the gym Start allowing your body to produce some endorphins that can give you the sense of happiness or at least on the pathway, a sense of feeling better about yourself and creating the the mental chemical, you know, um, that you need to get yourself out of this place, you know, or you can just stay here. So what what you choosing? And in that moment, I remember saying out loud, I want to be happy again. I'm choosing happiness. So guess what? I got to disrupt the old way of being and this old way of thinking and this place of sadness and trade it up for something new. So I started um, laying out my workout clothes every night before I went to bed. And in the morning time, I started setting my alarm clock and I started getting up earlier and earlier every day or every week. And I literally would roll out of bed when the alarm clock went off. I would roll into my workout clothes, brush my teeth, wash my face, and I would be out of the house in 20 minutes tops. And that simple disruption of my old pattern and old way of being really started to work. You know, I was looking forward to going to work out in the morning. I was putting on my motivational um, podcast in my ear. I was listening to books in my ear. I was jamming to my playlist in my ear. And every time I finished working out, I was so pumped until I was like, okay, what else can I do? What else can I do? So that's another example of how disrupting an old way of being and creating new events in your life can give you benefits. So the question is again, where, what area in your life, where in your life 
with disruption of your routine be beneficial to you? Can you stand to have a little more joy? Can you stand to have a little more happiness in your life? If you said yes, then guess what? You are a candidate for disruption. Now let's talk about on the other side of disruption. The side of disruption where disruption can absolutely um, be really hard to do. And it may take some time to do that, to, you know, to get into that space of disrupting that situation. And one that comes to mind is disrupting unhealthy relationships with people. That has to do with friends. It could be with a job that you have. It could also be with a partner, you know, or a really close intimate relationship. Sometimes we really get complacent with being unhappy. In my book, Bold Isms, for um, week 29 on page 62, if you have the book. If you don't have the book, I really suggest you get the book because it's all about disrupting your old way of being. But on page 62, the question I ask is, Is your comfort motive stronger than your thrive motive? Let's be honest here. A lot of you aren't disrupting your current way of being because you're actually comfortable in that. And you know what? I know you smart. I know you're intelligent. However, change is not always easy for everyone. And there's a lot that goes into change or thinking about change and the action of change. And sometimes just the thought of it can be overwhelming. And I'm going to come from a place, you know, uh, of being single is that especially if you're dating or if you're in a relationship and it's taking you a while to get that particular relationship and you're of a particular age in your life or you've got particular situations going on in your life and you might be feeling like, Venice, you want me to disrupt this relationship when it may not be the best for me, but at least I'm in a relationship or it may not be the best for me because I don't want to get out there and, and have to start out over looking for someone and blah, 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 blah. But the fact of the matter is, is if you are in a relationship that is not healthy for you, if you're in a relationship that's causing you more (laughs) stress than it is causing you the opportunity to grow and to stretch and to being a better person, that relationship might need to be disrupted so that you can be able to step back and take a look at what's really going on. And what you're really settling for. So I want you to just really look at that. Is the relationship that you're in or is the way that you're dating for that next level of relationship coming from a place of comfortability and what you're used to? Lack of self-esteem or low confidence? Or is it coming from a place of 
really strong, deep-rooted self-trust and self-belief that you deserve to have better. And you've worked so hard to get better and you're willing to keep trying so that you can have the right kind of relationship for yourself. So think about that for a second. Let's continue to, to move this topic along around your career. <laughs> I recently had a conversation with a client and she was talking about her career Basically, in a nutshell, she was going to work every day fighting to prove to her colleagues that she was enough. And it seemed that every corner she turned, there seemed to be some opposition, you know, to her. There seemed to be some labeling about her, her attitude. And she really woke up every day with the attitude, I'm going to show them today. I'm going to show them today. So in our coaching session, I asked her, where was this really coming from? And did she really want to have a career where she was fighting every day for years to prove to people that she was enough? She had become so ingrained in the routine of fighting until she didn't realize that There was an option for her to disrupt her way of being so that she could be able to create a new vision for herself and for her career. The only way that she could be able to step into what was possible for her career was to disrupt her current way of being. Without that disruption, it would be like a hamster on a wheel. Ask yourself this question. Are you at a place in your career, even if you're in your business, where you are finding yourself fighting a battle that is not yours to fight when you simply need to disrupt the way that you are showing up and disrupt the old mindset that you have to create a new mindset so that you can be able to be clear or gain some clarity around what could be possibly next for you. Now, here's the reality. I know what I'm saying to you is going to take some introspection and reflection and it's going to take some action. By no means am I thinking by the end of this podcast that at the snap of a finger, your life is going to be different, your mindset is going to be different, and that you're going to show up and tell some people off and quit your job, or that you're going to go home and break up with someone and and find you Prince Charming and live happily ever after. That's not what this is about. This is about you disrupting the things in your life that aren't serving you well and or disrupting the things in your life so that you can be able to access greater joy, greater love, greater peace, and greater abundance. That's what this is about. So if you want to get to that state of reinvention, then you are going to need to pay attention to what's going on in your life, girl. Pay attention right now. Be present. Be aware. And being present and aware doesn't mean that something has to happen in the moment of awareness or in the moment of presence. Sometimes it might. 
But that but being in those states will give you a sense of clarity so that you can now look at things as they are and not as you wish them to be. And not hoping that today is going to be different. I hope today is going to be different. You know, faith without works is dead. (laughs) If you don't believe me, you can look that up in the Bible. So let's move on and talk about reinvention. So we've talked about disruption, but okay, Venice, you got my attention. How do you move into the state of reinvention? Let's go back and revisit the definition of what reinvention means. The action or process through which something is changed so much that it appears to be entirely new. The key to reinvention starts with creating a vision for yourself and a vision for the areas that you see need to be disrupted. If you don't create a vision for those areas and one for yourself, you could possibly end up on the same street in the same space with the same people and the same situations. So having a vision is what will be necessary to break old patterns. And you're going to hear me say that a lot, um, meaning create a vision for yourself. Without a vision, the people shall perish. So without a vision, you will perish, meaning that you will spend your time and your energy like a hamster on the wheel and not getting what it is that you feel that you desire. I don't know about you. I don't want to be in Groundhog's Day (laughs) where I'm waking up and every day is the same, the same, the same. I want to be able to wake up and step into greater joy, greater love, greater peace, and greater abundance. And reinventing myself in my life has given me access to that. And I want the same for you. Creating a new vision for my life in every area of my life has been one of the most cathartic ways for me to step into reinvention. I want to share with you a story that um, from a client that I worked with. And I'm sure when she hears this, she is going to be like, oh, you're talking about me. Yes, girl, I'm talking about you. Um, She lost her job. She was a phenomenal employee and she went above and beyond the call of duty um, in delivering and executing her work. However, personality clashes and, you know, ultimately it led to the termination of her employment with that company. And we spent, you know, some time together talking about um, what was next for her and what, you know, did she really want to to do and what did she really want to have in her life? And she would come to each one of our sessions and she would say, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So one day I asked her, if you could blue sky your career, what would that career look like? And she thought about that. And she said to me, you know what? If I could blue sky my career, I would own a media production company. And she immediately started rattling off what that production company would look like, what it would produce. And you should have just seen her face light up. 
And she said, I ultimately want to be my own boss and create my own space so that I could live in my talents and live in my gifts. And in that moment, she saw the possibility for her to reinvent herself into who she was really born to be. In that moment, she saw the opportunity to reinvent herself into using the talents that she was born to use. The disruption of her employment situation caused her to ultimately come to the space of asking herself, if I could create myself anew, who would I truly be? So that is the question that I want to ask you. If you could create something anew in your life, what would that be and what would it look like? So your homework is to blue sky, whatever that area in your life that needs a reinvention shot, what would it look like? And I want to give you a few tips to get you into the mental and physical space of reinvention. So here are just a couple of tips. I want you to follow your passion. Work on something that you never have time to focus on. Something that you know will give you joy. Go to new places rather than the same old place every day and find some new people to hang around. People that are loving their life. People that are living and engaged in their lives. Read or listen to something brand new. Discover what those new things are. And this podcast is a good way to help shift your mindset. Open up to discovering different worldviews. You know, be mindful in terms of What could possibly be going on with other people that's beyond what it is that you see on the surface or what it is that they're telling you? And you know what? I want to give you something really fun that would be great for reinvention is take your time. How about lounging around on a Saturday or a Sunday? How about doing that on the regular for a while? Just not jumping up and getting into your routine and running out of the door and running to appointments. How about just staying at home for a change, hanging out with yourself and dreaming, dreaming about what's possible for you and what the vision of that next level will look like for you. So I hope that I have put some things on your mind, girl, about disrupting your old way of being and helping you to really think about the the possibility of what reinvention could give you access to in your life. If you like what you've heard on this podcast, please share it with your network. There's somebody in your network who is stuck right now. And perhaps you have been telling them that they need to change um, the situation that they're in. You've been telling them that they have the power to change it and they are just not hearing you. So perhaps this podcast will be exactly what the friendship needs so that it can continue to thrive. 
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today and hanging out with me. I welcome your comments and your feedback on this topic about disruption as the pathway to reinvention. Perhaps you have a rich and deep story that would um, benefit um, other listeners. So please post your comments and your feedback. Also, join us in the No Permission Needed Facebook group where we can um, invite you to go a little deeper in sharing about how you're disrupting or reinventing your life or maybe questions you have about, you know, how to get into disruption and reinvention. Remember to hit the subscribe button so that you can get the next episode that drops. I'm Venice Johnson, your hostess, and thank you for listening to the No Permission Needed podcast. I will see you on the next episode where we are talking about principle three, authenticity trumps mascara.